Hey gang, welcome back to Out of Bounds. I'm Phil, as always. I'm joined by my main man, Kyle. Kyle, what's happening? Oh man, just you know, on the whole working job here. Um, the time for being a dad is, is, you know, it's short and sweet. You know, I gotta get back out there and money. So I am, uh, I'm back and I'm, I'm, I'm ready to get into playoffs. Maybe we're in playoff time. It is playoffs. We got, we got six games to talk about today of Wild Card Weekend. But first, I, I feel like we probably should take a little victory lap uh, for last week. Kyle, I was 12 and 5. 12 and 5, had a little over seven units of, uh, of gainings, you know, and I'm just trying to fund little baby Aces College, you know, in the future here. So I know you're trying to do the same thing. How, how is baby Ace? Baby Ace is good. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping uh, last week for me, um, it was a, a pretty decent week. Um, you know, it wasn't quite a 12 and five week. It wasn't that kind of turnout. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to be happy with anybody contributing to that college fund. Um, but baby ace is good. Um, he's, he's healthy. He's big. Uh, he's almost as tall as me already, which is, you know, not, not very surprising, but, um, yeah, he's good. He's, he's ready to rock. He's, um, I've already been going through the X's and O's with him. So, so we can get him out on that, on that gridiron. Um, he has two offers right now for collegiate football scholarships and baseball scholarships. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're doing pretty good. Yeah, I would imagine one of those offers is probably from Lane Kiffin, you know, because he just offered an eighth grader a full ride to Ole Miss in 2027, yeah. I believe. So, um, you know, Lane is probably hot on the recruiting trail. But be that as it may, let's break down these games, sir. This is a great weekend. We've got We've got a lot of rematches from the regular season, starting with, Division rivals, the Seattle Seahawks, they're traveling to San Francisco uh, this afternoon at four o'clock. The Seahawks are nine and a half point road dogs. This total has gone down from 44 and a half and it currently resides at 42. You can have the Seahawks on the money line plus 385. You can lay four dollars and 35 cents with the Niners. Which way are you looking here? Uh, I, I definitely think that the 49ers win this football game, right? Uh, I think that. Everybody who's watching the NFC who is not biased has San Francisco either one or two in the NFC. Um, it's probably them and the Eagles are probably most people's number one, number two, however you want to, you know, dice that up. With that being said, this is a very good coach squad in Seattle. Um, they've played pretty good defense all year. It hasn't been the Seattle defense of old, or you know, it's it's not Legion of Boom that we were you know accustomed to, but they've they've played pretty good, and you have a fresh-faced Mister Irrelevant rookie in San Francisco right now, who is doing his best Jimmy Garoppolo impression, and now you're in a different level. This is no longer the regular season. Um, I love what Brock Purdy's been able to do. I do believe that they win this game. But I'm just on the, the, the side here with the better coach, um, at least more experienced coach, and uh, the points, I think, is the, the way to go here. Um, we've kind of been, ever since the beginning of the season, we've kind of been not only downplaying, but outright ruling out Geno Smith. And um, realistically, the guy is, He's played well this year. Um, 
Is he a long-term starter? Probably not. But he's played well enough to, I believe, have a, a probably a touchdown difference. And I think they were just getting a little bit too much here on the Seahawks side of football. Um, like I said, I think the 49ers take it here, but I'm, I'm going to take a points here uh, for a unit with Seattle. Okay. I'm on the other side. I like the Niners uh, minus the nine and a half. I like them all the way to like 13 and a half. If you want to get a little frisky with alt lines, there's supposed to be a, quite a bit of weather today in this game. And I think that plays right into to San Francisco's hands. I don't think you're going to have to ask a lot from your rookie quarterback, uh, Brock Purdy. Um, I'm on C-Mac over rushing yards. I'm on Elijah Mitchell over rushing yards. I like Kittle because it looks like Purdy has rediscovered, uh, you know, a weapon in San Francisco called George Kittle. You know, and Jimmy Garoppolo was doing his very best to forget that that man even existed earlier in the year. So um, I like San Francisco to be able to do what they want to do, which is run the football uh, you know, stay ahead of the sticks. And I think that's going to force Seattle's hands to do what they don't want to do, which is try and sling it all over the yard uh, against this uh, number one ranked San Francisco defense. So I really, really like uh, the the Niners here. Um, I like them, you know, alt lines. I like those props, Kittle over receptions. Um, I like Colby Parkinson over 18 reception yards also for Seattle. I think Geno is going to be looking for him as well. So uh, that's what I like. But more importantly, I'm on the Niners here, minus the nine and a half for a full unit. So uh, next up, sir, the L.A. Chargers are heading to Duval County in the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, the Chargers are one and a half point road dogs here. This total is set at 47 and a half or 47. You can lay $1.35 on the money line with the Chargers or you can grab plus 123 with the Jaguars. What are you doing here? Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to grab the, the plus 123 with uh, old Dougie P and the boys. Um, you know, this is, this is going to be in, in my opinion and probably a, a lot of opinions of, of fans and, and football fans, you know, alike, uh, you know, chargers and, and, and football fans alike. It, it's, this is this might cost Brandon Staley his job. The fact that they had starters in that game last week and lost Mike Williams going into the playoffs when they didn't need to is going to be heavily detrimental to his um, to his coaching, you know, pedigree, if 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 you will. It's a fireable uh, offense. You are one hundred percent correct. Fireable yeah. offense. And I think that what we're going to look at here is, um, you know, when you look at the stats with uh, for, for Herbert with Mike Williams on and off the field, uh, they're, they're night and day. Uh, when, when Mike Williams is on the field, it's very simply put, very much better football team. Uh, Austin Eckler's great. Keenan Allen has defied, you know, father time himself and still is a, you know, a, 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 usable wide receiver in this league, even though he's, he's lost a step. He wasn't very fast to begin with. So no, he's just know, an excellent route runner. Yeah. And, and that's why he's able to kind of continue what he's doing. But, um, you know, Joshua Palmer's not going to be enough to, to kind of make up for what you're going to be losing here with Mike Williams. So I, I think that this is really going to hurt them. 
And not only that, but you're playing one of the hottest teams coming into the playoffs in a Doug Peterson team. Now, the one thing I don't like is Trevor Lawrence in his first playoff bid here. Um, you know, it, I, I don't expect the Jags to go very far here. Uh, but listen, this is losing Mike Williams and the Chargers track record. This is just it's setting up. And I think the line kind of tells you realistically, the line probably shouldn't be this close. But I think the line's kind of telling you something a little bit here. And that is uh, they're worried about the coaching ability of Doug Peterson um, and what he's been able to do with Trevor Lawrence. And, and I'm worried about that, too. So I'm uh, I'm actually on a on a unit here on the upset. Give me the, the plus one twenty three. You can have it, sir. And I am on the other side again. Um, I think on Tuesday in the book club, I, I said that I'm on two units on the Chargers uh, on the money line minus the 135. I just I really like this Chargers team. Obviously, that was before uh, Mike Williams broke his back uh, playing in a meaningless football game. But I do like the Chargers here to get it done. Um, you know, we say that the, the Jaguars are hot. Well, you know, last week was was kind of a de facto playoff game. And, you know, Josh Dobbs and the Tennessee Titans almost took it from them. Um, you know, and then they they beat Houston. They beat the Jets. Um, they beat Dallas. And they beat Tennessee before that. So, I mean, sure, they're on a, a five-game win streak. But who have they beat? You know, we, we, we know Dallas is a fraud. And it's it's awesome that all the DAC talk has come to fruition and all the national talking heads are, are on the same the same page with us here. So, uh, DAC, you suck. But, um, yeah, I really like the Chargers here uh, to get this done just because I think Eckler is such a weapon. Um, you've got Justin Herbert. The guy is incredible. I, he's a top five quarterback in the league. Uh, this defense is getting healthier, and we're starting to see that. So, uh, I just like the Chargers here on the money line to, to go down to Duval County and get it done. If they lose, I think Brandon Staley's left on the tarmac. He'll probably be fired before, um, you know, tomorrow morning. So I'm really, really looking forward to either one of those things, but hopefully I'm cashing a bet with the Chargers. So next up, sir, tomorrow. Oh, no, wait, is this tonight? No, it's tomorrow. The Miami Dolphins are 13-and-a-half-point road dogs heading to Buffalo. The total, 43 and a half. The Dolphins plus 670 on the money line, or you can lay eight bucks with the Bills. Uh, looks like looks like we're getting a third stringer here in Miami. What are you looking at, sir? Yeah, I don't know if uh, if Skyler's really considered a third stringer or he's considered second string A. Um, there was a lot of uh, of of back and forth between between those two guys. Um, you know when when it's you know. Originally, when Tua went down, they weren't sure who they were going to start. And, you know, Teddy got the, the look early on. Skyler got the looks later on. And I think they feel a little more comfortable going with him because he has a stronger arm. Um, and when your biggest two weapons are guys who absolutely blaze, you want guys who can get it to them. So I think that's kind of where they're sitting at uh, in, in that region. I think that's why. I, I don't look at Skyler um, as really a downgrade from, from Teddy. I, I don't think that that's the case. Um, so, I, I, you know, I look at it as, as a backup. The guy's a backup. So with that being said, I think that this is just an egregious line. Um, if two is there, I think this is a, a three-point line game. Um but these two guys, um, these two teams have, have fought it out this year. 
These two teams know each other well. Uh, when you go into divisional games like this, I mean, you see it all the time. Quarterback doesn't matter as much as it does coaching and the rest of the team. Uh, you look at it with just the Eagles and and the Cowboys this year. Eagles and Cowboys both played each other this year with a backup quarterback. Both games were much closer than this spread. And I think we're going to look at that, and, and you just look at it with the Eagles this, this past week with the Giants. I mean, the Giants were, were huge underdogs with all third strings. And the game kind of came down to the wire. I believe it ended at six. So, you know, Anytime you have teams that know each other this well, um, I, I, I don't think line should be that high. I don't care about playoffs. I don't care about anything. This is the third time these teams are going to see each other this year. Um, I think it's just too much. So I'm going to be taking a unit on the Dolphins with the points, um, expecting Buffalo to win this game as well. But um, give me the points with the Dolphins. I, I just don't, I don't see how the game could be that, that crazy, that, that, that far away. All right. Well, we uh, we just we cannot agree this weekend. I am on uh, Buffalo. The 13 and a half is a boy. That's that's a ton. Um, book club members. We've got uh, Arch and I. We got three units down on Buffalo minus nine and a half before the, the two and news dropped. So personally, I'm set. I, I've got more than enough. Bankroll is leveraged. Uh, Buffalo minus nine and a half. If I had to bet it again. Uh, I'd probably be looking the other way with you, Kyle, with the, you know, grabbing the points. Um, this is probably just going to be a slug fest. Um, I, I, I really don't know which way to go. So I would, you know, err to taking the large number of points here on a, a matchup that's happening for the third time division rivals. Um, it's just a shame that, that, you know, Tua is probably going to be out of the league here pretty soon because all these, you know, head injuries. I mean, the guys had three brain injuries this year. And that, that is just a shame. So, um, you know, hopefully he, he can recover. Um, but here we are. So I guess, I guess give me Miami plus the 13 and a half, but personally I'm on Buffalo minus the nine and a half. So yeah. next up, sir. Can we, can we get that guy a new something? A, a what? Can we get that guy a new helmet or something? Or, uh, yeah, something with, with a little more padding. I, I don't know. Yeah. You know, they, they have in, um, in those the, the preseason, you know, workouts, they have that bubble wrap that they put on the outside yeah. of the helmet. I'm sure, you know, that would that would be fashion forward and, uh, you know, might help him out. So guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right. DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date and you should, too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy, insane, maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie: you can bet on anything, anytime, 
anywhere. Use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Yeah, Next up. Yeah, we're, we're heading to Minneapolis, Minnesota, where the New York football giants are three-point road dogs. The total is 48, and uh, you can have the giants on the money line plus 136. You can lay a buck 55 with the Vikes. What are you doing? Uh, you know, I, I know that this one personally is going to hurt you. Um, and I'm, I'm sorry to have to do it, but I'm going with the New York football giants on the money line here. Um, this is a team that got an extra re- week of rest. Uh, this is a team that has, they had, they certainly had their downs, but they've, they've had a lot of ups this year. And if there's a coach that has impressed me this year more than any other coach in this league, it's 100% Dable. And what he's been able to do with this team and squeeze every ounce of, of talent and use out of these guys has been impressive to me. And when I look at what they have going on, um, the, the you know Daniel Jones to, to Slayton connection has been really, really good. Saquon is, is healthy and, and, and ready to go. Um, the defense has played, you know, above, you know, expected. And uh, I, I, I just think here that the Vikings have kind of been a bit of a sham of a team the second half of the season. Um, not only that, but I don't know what happens with Justin Jefferson at times, but there are games where he absolutely disappears. Um, I've said this about Jamar Chase as well. And it's something about these uber talented guys that are, you know, can, can smack in the face for 210 yards and three touchdowns and catch everything that is thrown within the, you know, arms reach of them. And a couple passes that aren't in arms reach to somehow end up hitting some, you know, mystic invisible thing in the air and coming back to them and, and something ridiculous. And then there's times where they, they have a, one reception for seven yards on the day. And this has worried me with Justin Jefferson, not to mention Kirk Cousins doesn't have a great playoff, you know, you know, record and, and, and livelihood. So I, I'm not putting any eggs into that basket. I think the, the best possible chance you have for anybody on this team is Adam Thielen. And uh, I'm, I'm probably going to be on some Thielen props, um, you know, I, I got to see exactly how he's, you know, progressed this week. Cause I, I believe he was on the injury report at the beginning of the week. Um, so I, you know, I want to check out and see where, where those are, but you know, I, I, I think that the way to go here is the New York giants on, on the upset. I, I think that this is just a better coach team that is kind of more ready to play for this moment right now. Yeah, I, I disagree. I am, uh, you know, this was the other play that I put in the book club earlier this week. I'm on uh, two units on the Minnesota money line. Um, you know, I mean, I'm holding a ticket for Brian Dable, coach of the year. So I 100% agree with you there. In the beginning of the year, we were talking about the Giants being really bad. Um, you know, who are they going to draft at quarterback? And now, you know, the talk is re-signing Daniel Jones. Like, Brian Dable has gotten a ton out of these guys. Saquon Barkley looks pretty good. Um, you know, there's, there's some legit weapons there at wide receiver. Um, but I, I just, I can't get off this, this Viking strain. So, you know, last year, the Vikings lost all these one score games this year. They've won all the one score games. It's kind of uncanny, but 
at what point do you attribute that to coaching? You know, um, so I, I don't think McConnell's getting a fair shake uh, for what they've been able to accomplish. Granted, everybody thinks they're a fraud. And, you know, as High Slop said earlier this week, TCU has made every purple team now look like a farce. So, uh, you know, the, the Vikings, they have a, a minus five point differential this year. It's, it's unbelievable. The metrics, they just don't make sense. But I, I still think, um, you know, that Kirk Cousins can get this thing done. Dalvin Cook on the ground. The defense is very, very suspect. But I don't think that the Giants are good enough to exploit it. Now, you know, we did see earlier this year the Vikings needed a 61-yard field goal to win. I, it's it's mind-boggling, you know, the, the, the Vikings season this year. I'm just looking forward to the opportunity to tee it up one more time, hit submit on the Vikings, and uh, and hope for the best that they can they can come out of this thing unscathed and probably lose next week. So uh, I like the Vikings here on the money line, and um, maybe we can agree on this next game, Kyle. Okay. The Baltimore, the Baltimore Ravens, eight-and-a-half-point road dogs heading to Cincinnati. The total is 40-and-a-half, very, very low. Uh, you can have the Ravens on the money line plus 360. The Bengals are $4 favorites. Can we agree? Who are you on? Uh, I'm on the Cincinnati Bengals to fucking roll this fucking game. There we go, um, buddy. If there if there's a team that's hotter than Cincinnati right now, you know what I mean? Tell me who the fuck they are. Because this team looks, in my estimation, to be the scariest team in the playoffs. Um, this team has been playing better defense. Uh, Joe Burrow's had a little bit more time in the pocket. They're healthy at the wide receiver spot, finally. You know, Jamar Chase missed some time this year. Um, Joe Mixon is, is Joe Mixon. And, um, you know, they they don't have a slouch of coach either. And, um, you know, the, the realistically, especially not just the league, but if you go through the entire playoffs, um, probably that – I mean, there's going to be people who say number two. There's going to be people who say number one. But absolutely in the top three of quarterbacks in this entire playoffs, in the entire league, Joe Burrow is a part of that. And we are in a playoff where you have the reigning AFC team who is on a roll. They're, they're hitting on everything at the right time. Everything looks to be in, in a good standing with them. And they're playing a team that is has just fallen. They've had a Good defense since Roquan Smith got there. Absolutely, I can agree with that. But their offense has been putrid. And I don't see it getting any better. I don't care if Lamar Jackson ends up coming back. I don't care what's going on. There's going to be issues here. If Lamar was back in week 16 and got a couple weeks underneath of him, maybe I'm looking a little bit different in this game with the combination of defense and and time of possession and, and what Lamar is able to kind of do. The teams uh, with keeping the ball on the ground, but we're, this is that's how we're going to see here. This is going to be. Um, did they did they name Huntley the starter? It looks like it's it's trending that way, yeah. Because I know that they said that he was looking like he was going to come back here. Um, so I I don't care if it's Huntley. I don't care if it's the, the third string. I don't care if it's fucking Harbaugh out there himself throwing passes. Listen, this is this game should be just a an absolute, you know, battering ram for the Cincinnati Bengals. This should be a game where 
they go out there, they handle business, and put everybody else on notice that they are here to play. The only thing that worries me about this game is that they're looking ahead to next week when they play the Buffalo Bills. That's the only way, in my opinion, that Baltimore has a chance of covering this football game um, because the the talent dispute between the two teams here is just, in my opinion, light years, especially on the offensive side of the football. Agreed. Yep, I'm on the Bengals here as well, uh, laying the big number. Um, Joe Burrow and the, and the gang there are, you know, really starting to click. And just too many weapons, you know, T. Higgins, uh, Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, um, getting some good tight end work out of these fellas as well. The defense, my goodness, they've been playing fantastic football. The offensive line is keeping Joe Burrow upright, and that was like the main rub on the Bengals, you know, last year uh, when we saw them in the Super Bowl. You know, Joe Burrow was on his back half the time. But, you know, it looks like all the money and time they invested into the line has really, really started to pay dividends and, you know, what a time of year for that to come together. So, um, you know, Baltimore has got to, got to play keep away. It, it, it just, you know, if, if it's Huntley, he doesn't look good. I mean, you know, he, he has trouble with the forward pass. Um, if it's Anthony uh, Brown, that guy shouldn't have even been a starter in college and he's terrible, uh, but at least he's healthy. He might be the best option. Um, so I just don't see how the Ravens can win this game, let alone cover. Uh, I'm on J.K. Dobbins over rushing yards in this one. I'm on Mixon under rushing yards in this one. Um, but, you know, as for a side, it's got to be the Bengals or nothing. So uh, finally, finally, we can talk about this Monday night game. It's pretty cool. We're getting a Monday night uh, playoff game. And it's the Dallas Cowboys heading to Tampa Bay to take on Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, they are two and a half point dogs. The total is 45 the Cowboys are minus 139 on the money line. You can have the Bucks at plus 123. Um, it looks like the public perception here is on the Bucks to cause an upset. What say you? Yeah, I'm 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 on that train. Um, I think that this is possibly, other than San Francisco or Philadelphia, the worst possible game that the Cowboys could have been in in this playoffs. I would probably have taken the Cowboys against any other team in this, in the NFC other than San Francisco or Tampa Bay, because number one, San Francisco's defense. I mean, we, we see it, we see the, how good they are and we see the issues that Dallas's offense has. And one of those issues is turnovers from the quarterback position. Seven straight games with an interception for Dak Prescott. He has the most interceptions in the league this year, not even you know considering the fact that he hasn't played fucking seven of the games. The guy has issues, and this offense has issues. They're not particularly running the ball very well. They aren't getting a ton of production out of anybody not named C.D. Lamb. And Dak Prescott has been bad. This defense is a farcity. I posted something in the book club yesterday, and I called it the great Dallas farce. Dallas has played five good quarterbacks this year, and of those quarter, the, the stats for those quarterbacks are 11 touchdowns, two interceptions, with a rating of 109, or 100.9, whatever it was. Um, but a rating over 100, those quarterbacks are, are, are doing each one. 
Uh, for each one of those quarterbacks, um, I believe all of them, almost all of them have beaten Dallas as well. There was, I think there was one game in there where Dallas actually came out on top. But realistically, they're getting chewed up yardage-wise by bad quarterbacks. Gardner Minshew put up 440 on this team. Trevor Lawrence put up 400 yards on this team. I mean, these these guys are, you know, total yards here. They're giving up every single week to even bad quarterbacks is is is, is rough. So this defense has been a varsity. Um, they've again, they've they've made a living. Exactly what I said at the beginning of the year. Exactly what I've said four years since Dak Prescott has taken over. They have made a living beating bad teams. That's just exactly what it is. And this year was no different. Um, they beat up quarterbacks that shouldn't even be in the league or who are backups. Um, it, it's it's not going to change. And they're going against a team who has probably the best, uh, you know, the best chance of beating them in the first round. I don't think there's been a quarterback who's had Dallas's number quite like Tom Brady. Um, this Tampa offense just kind of just pickle drags them every time they play. There's just something that Tom understands about this Dallas defense, about this coaching staff that, that they just don't know that he understands. Um, you know, this is, this could possibly be the the last year of Tom. Um, I think he certainly has a good run left in him. Um, and I certainly don't see him losing in the first week here. Uh, you know, I think that there's going to be a big game here by Tom and Mike Evans. I think that this is going to be a kind of a, a, a maybe I'm, I'm thinking like an, like an eight or nine point football game here in, in, you know, terms of Tampa winning this game. Uh, I just don't think Dallas can keep up with them. Uh, the, the offense has been shoddy uh, and, and all it takes is, is one bad little thing, you know, and in the playoffs, the last thing you want to do is turn the ball over. That's that's the most detrimental thing you can do in the, in the playoffs, and when you have a team that is turnover happy, it does not spell very good for that team, especially when the guy on the other side of the football is the best to ever do it and the best to ever capitalize on mistakes of other teams. He made a living off it in this league, and he will continue to do so. I am on a unit and a half money line for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. A unit and a half. Love it. I'm on for a unit as well on the Tampa money line. Um, you know, just for all the reasons you said, you can't turn the ball over. And Dak has just been very, very careless uh, with the football here this season. I mean, it's it's absolutely astounding. He led the league in interceptions after missing five games. It it, it doesn't make sense besides, um, you know, Dak just being, being a bum. And he is. So, um, you know, Tampa, they can't run the ball. That sucks, but I don't think it really comes into play uh, this 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 week. Um, I'm on Chris Godwin over uh, catches six and a half. Uh, Tom Brady has just been slinging it. I mean, you're asking a, a 45 year old man to throw it 50 times a game. I'm cool with it because you know it's better than asking like anybody else to do it. You know, the guy completely understands all the pre snap reads, getting everybody in the right spot, and you know you just got to take advantage. So I, I think you can move around this Dallas Cowboys defense like little chess pieces. It's Mike McCarthy on the other the other side. I mean, that guy's an idiot. And, you know, Tom Brady is is better. His brain is better. So give me give me the bucks here on the money line. And we're both we're both on that plus one twenty three. So yeah. 
yeah, that wraps it up, Kyle. Is there, is there anything else you want to get to give the people? I know you got to get back inside. You're, you're doing this on your lunch break. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, not, not really. I, I'm, I'm excited to see where we go this week. Um, you know, I, I know we had our future bets in, uh, I'm currently going back through and, uh, tallying up where we were for everything. Um, by our next show, I should have everything done and, and ready for us. Um, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm excited to watch some football today, man. I'm, I'm, it's playoff football. It's playoff time. Uh, I'm just excited to watch over the next couple of days. Um, and maybe we'll be able to get a, a live show going here pretty soon for, for one of these football games and, and kind of uh, rock rock through it a little bit. So other than that, get in the book club. We're, we're hammering wins out there left and right, um, you know, all over the place. So, you know, get, get in there as soon as you can. If you haven't already, um, you're missing out. Bingo. Bingo. So, all right, that wraps up Out of Bounds. We will catch you guys very, very soon. And uh, hopefully – one of us has a good week because we disagree on a lot. So uh, head on over to www.everyonehateswince.com or thedgens.net and uh, get your three-day free trial. Racing is back, baby. We're, we're going to be, uh, you know, having plays for the Bush Clash here in about two weeks. So you're going to want to get in. Uh, we're up over 235 units over the last two seasons. So um, NASCAR's back, baby. Let's let's make that cheddar. Have a great rest of your day, Kyle, and we'll, we'll catch you next time. Absolutely. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc